Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. All right, podcasting again. Um, This is like the year of story. I'm so excited. I keep landing in these (laughs) story podcasts, which I was a little resistant to when I first started the podcast because I was like, those already exist. What do I want to do that's different? But I'm so excited about the direction these story episodes are headed. And today is going to be just as amazing. So Lauren reached out to me in email and said, I have a story. Like, this is my story. This is me. This is what I want to share. Um, is that something you want to share? And I was like, of course I do. Let's go. So welcome, Lauren. I will let you introduce yourself any way beyond that that feels right, like that feels like something you want the audience to know about you or why you felt called to like take this next step. So mm-hmm. welcome. Thank yeah, you. thank you so much. I want to really like just thank you so much for having me, giving me this little platform and, you know, ideally maybe helping someone through a tough decision or something like that where they can look at my story and think this is similar to mine. And I, regardless of this, like whatever is leading me to this decision, it's right. So, yeah, yeah. But, that, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so good. that's really all it is, is like, what we know about abortion is that there is no one way. There is no one story. There is no one thing like guidebook that we can all follow. So the more stories we hear, the more we're like, oh, okay, this is how my situation was similar. This is how my situation was different. And now I just get to keep figuring out what's my way. So yeah, jump in. How do you want to start sharing your story? Well, um, I'll give a little background just so people get a more idea of like who I am, what I'm about. Um, I am 26. I am located in um, Lexington, Kentucky. So I have, I was raised in a very um, like county life, but my family was always very um, pro-choice and that kind of vibe. I've always known that's been an option for me. Um, I'm recently married um, to love my life. An amazing man. I'm so thankful to call him my husband. I have a six-year-old who's about to turn seven, sweet little boy. I had him when I was 19. And so he is not biologically my husband, but in every way, shape or form, he is, he's ours. So, um, but yeah, like I said, I, I ended up getting pregnant very, in a very crazy situation. Um, it was just a true one night stand when I was 19, um, was going through some stuff. I don't think I loved myself during that time was looking for a way to feel loved and appreciated. And of course, at that time, for some reason, I thought that was the way to do it. And it led to a huge unexpected pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And the moment I saw those two pink lines, I thought I'm having this baby. Like this mm-hmm. is my baby. I don't know who, you know, dad is. I don't really care, but this is my baby. And mm-hmm. hindsight, I think, like I said, I didn't love myself. So this was my little glimpse of hope, some direction in my life. And you know, had him. Um, and yeah, he's, he's the love of my life. So, you know, that's a little bit of background as to who I am, where I came from. So 
I love it. I love it. That's such a powerful moment to be like, this, this was not planned. This is not what I was expecting. I didn't really probably, I'm guessing, didn't want to see those two. Am I wrong about no. that? Like when you took the test, Absolutely. you like probably didn't want to see the pink lens. No, I truly, I thought, I guess this is a possibility. And I think this happens for a lot of team moms, but I'm going to take this because just to ease my mind, not because I thought it was right. going to show me a, a pregnancy, yes. but more so to yes. ease my mind so I can move on to, you know, maybe, who knows, maybe it's some kind of rare, just like genetic, you know what I mean? Something <sighs> crazy, not yeah. a pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. So to have that moment where you're so hoping you're going to get a negative result, but then at the same time, like within the course of, you know, even if it was 24 hours, 48 hours a week, <laughs> Sounds like it was pretty immediate for you, but it, at the same time to have so much clarity about like, wait a second, this was not planned, but this baby is supposed to stay. Yeah. He, were, I mean, like, what was that? Was it just pure intuition or like? So I, like I said, I came from a family, cho- like we've always had a choice. We're a family of women. And so I knew that was a choice. And so I looked into it because I wanted to feel very secure in my decision. Yeah. But it's like, I just knew it. That's not what was going to be the outcome for this pregnancy or that pregnancy, I should say. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I was totally open to it. I looked into adoption. Even I was very at 19. I was very like, I have options. There's all kinds Mm. of ways to go back. But I would say within a week or so, it was like, okay, like we're, we're having, well, I should say I'm having this baby. Um, so yeah, my family was supportive. They, you know, they, um, they're like, you know, you have options, but now looking back, my mom was like, you have options. She's like, but I kind of figured you wouldn't go with the alternative. Mm -hmm. And that's something now that I kind of think about. I'm like, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about it, do you think she also knew, or do you think she was trying to guide me in a direction? (laughs) Um, I think that when, when I told her, it was like, okay. Cause I was really sick when I told her. So I had to be like admitted to the hospital, all that stuff. Um, so by the time, like the, the conversation was never like, are we having this baby or not? It was just like, okay, you know, she's pregnant. What are, what are we going to do? We got to get her healthy. Mm. But then it was like a few weeks later when we were talking, like, you know, like, what, what did you, like the question you're asking, what did you think when you saw this, you know, all this yeah. stuff, mom was like, you know, like when you told me you're pregnant, you know, you have options. She's like, but I just, I know my daughter and I know that you wouldn't look towards the alternative. She's like, you know, we're glad it's there, you know, for other yeah. women, but it's not for you. So like I said, now that that kind of sits with me because, you know, I'm here on this podcast. <laughs> here you are. Yeah. Okay. So obviously that was not your abortion story, although mm-hmm. it is an abortion story. It just yeah. didn't end in abortion. It was right. a, a story in which you explored the choice, realized mm-hmm. it wasn't for you, took the alternative, which was keeping the pregnancy. Yes. Ready to share your abortion story that did not end that way. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I'm happily married. We've been married since April. So still, I guess, technically newlyweds. Um, a lot of things that society tells us like, oh, the next step would be to have a baby, you know, a house. Um, he's just getting promotion after promotion at work and all of his other things he's doing. Um, me found a good career that I like in the city I'm in. Um, but, um, and I'm going to say too, if you would have told me in 2022, I would have been faced with a pregnancy. I would have said, oh, okay, that's faster than I would have thought, but I guess it'll be okay. You know, I'm with the man I love. I came from a situation that was very not ideal, 
that was a huge, beautiful blessing. Um, my son's brought us nothing but bliss. So I would have thought, okay, like that'll be fine. But that evening when I saw those pink lines, um, that mm -hmm. idea of, well, I guess it'd be okay. Not that we were trying, but um, it was like, no, 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 no. Like mm -hmm. I remember thinking, I love my son, but I gave up a lot of youth and life mm -hmm. for him. And I'm, th I'm thankful and I did, but I'm not willing or ready to do that for someone else. You know, mm -hmm. I just now got to leave the country last year. So that was a huge thing for me. And yeah. I'm starting to see a little, a little more freedom. And I, I know with a yeah. baby, that would not be the, the, the case. Yeah. Oh, that resonates so deeply for me because I had my abortion with three kids and it was, it was that it was like, I love my kids. I love being a mom, but I'm not ready to give up my life again. I'm not ready to do that. Yeah. Um, so what, what, what did this look like for you? It's like, sounds like it was, this, how was it a similarly intuitive decision and how was it different? I think because when I was 19, like I said, I had no direction. I had no vision for myself really. Um, but this, like we've had, we have goals, we have plans and tr we, at the end of the day, we just don't want, we don't want to right now. Yeah. Um, so, and that's something that was kind of an internal battle for me because it was yeah. like, you know, like all the stories I'm hearing, that's one reason I'm, I've reached out to you is because it was like single mom, you know, in an abusive relationship or not financially stable and stuff like that. And I'm like, gosh, like, but I am, I'm in an amazing relationship. One of the best I've ever got to witness is my own. And I'm so thankful and humbled by that. And a baby would see and only experience love and all this stuff. And I brought a child into the world in a chaotic way. So why not? But it was just like, when I saw my husband's face, it, even though he was saying all the right things, his things he couldn't help, like his face, his just his energy in the room was scared and not in a way like, okay, like this is new. It was like, this is, this is not, this is not it. Like there's, yeah. you know, and when you imagine like telling your husband, even though, like I said, he said all the right things. Like you imagine like it being like, oh my gosh, you know, like, oh shoot, I can't believe it. But it yeah. wasn't that, um, you know, and he was supportive. He absolutely was like, you know, he's like, I know it's, this would be, this would end up being my baby too, but what are your thoughts? And I was like, no, no. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay. So yeah. Do you there. think his reaction validated what you already knew yourself? Like you were already having all the thoughts and feelings yeah. that you saw in his face and it just yeah. validated that for you. Yeah. I, I sat in the bathroom for a few minutes. Cause I was like yeah. by myself, just taking it in for myself. I'm like, how am I going to tell him this? You know, yeah. what am I, you know, yeah. all that. And so to see his energy, cause he's just always the calm in the storm mm, <laughs> for mm -hmm. like he brings that calmness. So to see his energy, though, he was saying all the right things and his body was trying to do all the right things. That just energy was like, okay, if he's not feeling it and he, you know, he's not trying to talk me like through it and stuff. Like if our energies are pretty much math matching, then so are our thoughts probably. So, so yeah. 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 What would you say to someone who is listening, who hasn't made the decision yet and feels like they're in a similar place of, I just don't want to right now, but they have that little voice in their head that says, that's not a good enough reason. Right. 
I mean, really just, you know, I think the big thing is just listen, like, you know, and like this to me kind of goes back to my first, you know, with my son, like I knew, I don't know how I knew if you would have told me there's a 19 year old girl who was pregnant by a stranger who hindsight would end up signing over his rights and all this stuff. I would have said that probably still have an abortion. Like, yeah. If you would have asked me what I thought, even though it didn't, would it matter? I would have said she probably needs to have an abortion. And so you know, but when you're in the situation, you just, you just know when it's you. And I think there's a difference in just evaluating all your, you know, thoughts and all that stuff. But I just think that there's something in a lot of us that is just like, whatever feels right or what doesn't feel right, you know? So, but I also think anything you're thinking, like, if you're like me and you're like, I just don't want to, like, I, you know, I gave up a lot of time and stuff for my son who I love, but I'm not willing to do that for someone else. I think now having gotten out of it and just looking back, um, I think that's enough. I really do. Yeah, it really is. Have you ever made a decision in your life where you knew you either wanted or didn't want something and didn't follow it and then looked back and knew like, oh shit, I didn't, I didn't follow what I knew. Like, can you, can you compare, do you have situations that you can compare this to like doing what you know you want versus not following your intuition. Right. Um, I definitely have experienced things like that myself, of course. I think everyone is like, oh, hindsight 2020, like I should have said this, I should have done that. But I also think when it's something so big and such a huge weight on that, like just going with your instincts is probably to me the best. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how do you want to use this? moving forward the next time you're faced with a decision it doesn't even have to be a big decision like mm-hmm. where do we send our kid to school I mean that is a big decision <laughs> like yeah. or like should we go on this vacation and you have that little voice that's telling you what you want like you feel that intuition what do you want to take from this experience and use in the future confidence mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm, I'm the person that you give me a situation. I'll tell you 10 different ways to go about it. Like, even though I may, if it was me, like I would know what I would do, but I, I also like suffer from anxiety and stuff. And so I can take a situation. And like I said, there's 10 different ways I can figure out how to solve this problem. And this, I mean, I wish it would have came from something else, but it's just like looking back, like, I wish I wouldn't have been so scared and just so like, my mind running and all this stuff when I just knew. And so I hope that I take confidence from this because like I said, it's hard to describe the the friend I have told, um, she, she didn't question me, but she's like, you know, like, but you know, like this doesn't make sense. You did it this way and now you're not and all this stuff. And I was like, I know it's hard to understand, but like, I just know. Mm -hmm. And I think that I would just want to take confidence from this and just have faith in my decisions, whether they're big or small, mm-hmm. painting my house, you know, like having, yeah, faith that yeah there you go. That's out. a good example. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I like, I just feel like after my abortion, I always get to say like abortion taught me how to have my own back. And like, you get to say, you get to tell yourself abortion built my confidence. Mm-hmm. And that stuff like wigs people out. 
like mm-hmm. what <laughs> like, yeah. you're not allowed to say that but I think that's so much where our power is as mm-hmm. we get to excavate what we learned about ourselves and who we are and how the world works and how relationships work and how families work we get to excavate from our experiences like who how we want to step forward and yeah. what story we want to tell about our abortion for sure yeah I think yeah. I do hope that I you know gained some confidence and honestly it was it was pretty recent it was 2022 yeah. so that's only February now so yeah I already feel more just confident about things and it's it's just trusting your intuition and you know that sort of thing Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are the thoughts building confidence, right? It's like, I can trust my intuition. I know how to trust my intuition. When Mm -hmm. I follow my intuition, things feel right. Like those are all the thoughts that are creating that feeling of confidence for you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah, the feeling for me around having my own back is, is trust, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you, your, your thoughts lead to confidence. My thoughts lead to trust. Like I can trust myself. I can mm-hmm. have my own back. Yeah. Um, so super powerful to like identify those thoughts and use them. <laughs> like you've been <laughs> through it. So like right. use them, carry them forward, take them with you, like let them create and cultivate the life that you want intentionally and not the one that happens you know, when you pee on a stick and see those yeah. two lines. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. For sure. You would have thought that I could have taken some confidence away from like having my son at such a young age, like to sound like, no, I'm having this baby, like this pregnancy is turn, going to turn into a full-blown baby. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I don't know why I didn't. And I, I parented on my own for two years that should have brought confidence. And now looking back, I'm like, why didn't that? But like, truly, this is something that I do absolutely. Like you said, trust in myself and, and the confidence. And, you know, I'm thankful I had an amazing, amazing husband to be there every step of the way. Um, but you know, I, you know, I can see how some women who are in a, like not so great place mentally, you know, this could definitely be something that makes them just be like, "Mm," like, I am a force to reckon with, like, I know what I'm doing. Like, this is my path. So That's beautiful. Do you ever think about how or if you will talk about abortion and um, reproductive well-being, like with your son? Like, do you think mm-hmm. about what sex ed conversations? I don't even know if sex ed's the right. right word, but like, do you think about family planning conversations with your son? I know he's only like you said, almost seven, but honestly, all the time. Yeah, because the boy honestly for me and I don't have a daughter so maybe it's different but for you know for him like right now they don't have male birth control so I can't just every night at eight o'clock say here take this you know um so yeah um I definitely want to raise a son who knows that women deserve and need to have total control of their bodies that's Mm -hmm. very important to me from the Mm -hmm. moment I knew he was a boy I was like I'm raising a man to be a woman's man and, Mm. you know, have his own thoughts and stuff, but to also understand women are just as valuable. And that comes with so much more baggage as being a woman. And as a man, a white male, you've got to use that for, you know, your aunts, sisters, cousins, whatever they may be, you've got to do that. So, but I don't know how that conversation will go. (laughs) 
but what a gift oh my goodness for for him for you to have such a loving relationship for together and then for him to be able to look at you and say this woman that I love made this Mm -hmm. choice to just really be able to embody what reproductive well-being looks like yeah like it's such a gift to be able to give him for sure yeah for sure and I, I do I want to tell him one day because I think it's different when it's someone you know yeah um like you know your mom your aunt that sort of thing rather than just someone who you see like in a documentary or you know what I mean like something like that um it makes me stand up for that even more in full throttle when I know the person so yeah and also too like abortion comes with unfortunately some um stigma like where you think just sometimes you may think not the best of people who've had abortion so when it's someone you know a female in your life, it's like, wait, no, she's an amazing person. Like, you know, that does not define her and it shouldn't. Yeah. So, oh, so good. Is there anything you haven't said that you hoped to be able to share with the audience or that has come up and you're like, oh, somebody needs to hear this. I feel like somebody listening right now needs to hear this. of course we've touched on it, but like staying true to yourself, like just trusting your decision, knowing that whatever your reasoning is, is enough. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think to shining light on women who are happily married. And like I said, society says, Mm. Oh no, your next step is to because like I said, up until one episode on your podcast that I came to, it was um, other podcasts I listened to, it was women who absolutely, they should definitely be able to have that choice, but it was never a woman who, you know, like she's already had one kid, you know, she's financially stable. It was never that. So I, I really want to shine light on that, that, yeah. you know, just because on the outside, everything looks perfect. And really we, we do have a great relationship. That doesn't mean that we want a baby. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Right. Like there's no boxes you get to check that say like, now you should have this unplanned pregnancy. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, And on the other side, there's no boxes you check that say you shouldn't have this unplanned pregnancy, right? Because you have that on both sides. It's like, there would have been people looking at you at 19 and saying like, you should not have that. You, You did not check the boxes. Right. Yeah. And at that time, it was a hundred percent right for you to have that baby. Mm-hmm. And this time it was a hundred percent not right to yeah. keep carrying that pregnancy. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to shine light onto that. Like I think, like I said, abortion comes with stigma. I've heard, I work with um, the public. I'm an esthetician. Yep. So yep. I have a lot of people just tell me stuff that I don't need to hear. Yep. And they'll just talk about any and everything, regardless of if I asked or not. And someone said to me, well, they can have abortions, but they better, they need to be like homeless. They need to be like all this stuff. And like, at yeah. the time I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy talk. But then now it's like, no, like just because like everything is great with me, like I should not be subject to lay down and have a baby. It's like, yeah, you know? Yeah. So. Yep. yeah. And it's so interesting to like, right here, you are offering care to this woman in your shop like what yeah. <laughs> whatever 
a medical song. In your office, in your spa. And um, it's so interesting to allow yourself to just be curious. Like, wow, Mm -hmm. I wonder why she believes that. Where did where did that feel absolutely a hundred percent true? Um, I think that is the real gift we can offer the whole conversation is like, where do these beliefs come from in the first place? Because somehow she latched onto this belief and thought it was the right thing to think. And to tell me. (laughs) And to tell you. And I'm guessing she never really stopped to hear a story like yours, to hear a story like mine and to go, oh, wait, maybe, maybe I do want to stretch my imagination of what's possible for abortion. Right. So, yes. Yeah, I get super things like that all the time. Rather I bet. Whatever. <laughs> I bet. Crazy the things people will tell you when I'm just telling them about their skincare. Yeah. <laughs> so, so good. So good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. Um, just like you had that episode, that you know, that episode you stumbled upon and you were like, oh, finally a story that's mm-hmm. somewhat like mine, Right. this will be that episode for someone yeah. else. And it's so valuable. And we so appreciate you yeah. coming I and should... sharing your story. Yes. Thank you. I, I appreciate you, you know, getting back with me and giving me this opportunity. And sometimes I think it's easier to share with strangers than some people that you're super close with. So this is kind of my way of yeah. like getting used to telling my story. So then in hopes I want to share. I don't, I want to help break the stigma. So this was honestly a huge gift that you gave to me to give mm-hmm. me this practice and telling people and, you know, yeah. let, like just giving me this, um, get the ball rolling with how to talk about it. Yeah. So I, I appreciate, so appreciate you saying that because it is okay. It is easier sometimes to share your story with strangers than it mm-hmm. is to share it at Thanksgiving or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I just want to say there's nothing wrong. Not that you implied that there was anything wrong with that, but for mm-hmm. the listener who's like, well, it shouldn't be that way. Like who says, why not? Like it makes right. perfect sense that it's easier to share your story with an audience um, of people you don't know than with people you have history with people you have fears with people you don't yeah. want to lose. Like people don't you... let people down either. Yeah. I'm a people. Yeah. So. So I just want to throw that out there. Like anyone who um, has that, like, well, it should be easy to share everywhere. Like, absolutely not. Like I remember mm-hmm. posting on Facebook, like somehow, I don't, I don't remember what I said, but I remember posting on Facebook for the first time saying like, I had an abortion being like, oh, that's so much easier than like yeah. talking at the mom's playground. Like, right. yes. Hey, I had an abortion. Like, <laughs> And it was so healing for me, so Mm -hmm. healing for me to speak those words publicly. Yes. And that's just my way. I knew that it it would feel good to me to start sharing that way. Mm -hmm. And well, look where it's landed, but (laughs) yeah, who knows what's next for you, but I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited that you got this ball rolling and that you were an example of what's possible for other people. Yeah. Well, thank you again for having me. I did it. And I, I love the work you're doing. I think it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. you. All right. Until next week.
Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.